0: Hey everybody! Welcome to episode one hundred and eighty-two of the Bite Me podcast. Um, Eight This is the podcast that I forgot about. Like we're recording super late because uh, when you don't have a job, very quickly you just decide that time doesn't matter. Days mean nothing. It, weekends it and weekdays. Yeah, and it, like it was bad during the quarantine, but it's way worse now. So today is Wednesday. Um, for those of you that are listening, tomorrow is, today is, it's Thursday. It's very confusing. It doesn't matter. Anyways, I'm joined by Dylan, whose uh, username today is Enormous Pompadour, which is true. It's Say true. hey, Dylan. It's, it's very a great true. name. It's a very good name. And Colby is just me. He does not have an Enormous Pompadour.
1: Me! It's actually They're quite good... the opposite.
0: Yeah, yeah, like anti-Pompadour.
1: Yeah, or... very anti-Pompadour.
0: Could you grow a Pompadour call?
1: I mean, like a very wispy one.
0: Yeah, that's what you should do. It'll just be like 80% like hair stuff. I don't know. What do you put in a pompadour? I don't even know. Like wax? Yeah. Wax, yeah. <laughs> Colby just like builds up this as this as it, hair piece out of wax. And I assume there's a lot of, of hair. teasing here. involved. I don't know. <laughs> I have enough I, hair for
2: it right now. That's for sure.
0: You should absolutely... Can you do that Like, f- and just take a picture, Dylan? Make a yeah. giant pompadour and then take a picture of it?
2: I don't know. What they did, I don't know what they did in the eighties because that hair's crazy.
1: Colby's drinking bubbly, which is just awful.
0: eh.
1: I have found that bubbly is not bad if you have one like one every I know three weeks. If you drink like like one after the other, they're awful. And by the about three fourths of this can in, I'll be like, this isn't great. No, but like the first three fourths of it.
0: It's slightly better than, uh, what's that other thing it tastes like, bubbly? La Croix. Yeah, it's it's like, it's better than a La Croix, but not Croix. better than a La Croix. La Croix. We had, we, they gave away some at work, I had a sip of it, I'm like, nope, I'm good, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. I mean, oh, well. I, I bought like a, I think it comes in an eight pack, Sure. and this is the last one, and I bought that like, eight months ago so <laughs> that's kind of how it's like when i buy beer yeah i like like a 16 pack of beer will last me like a year and a half it's just just perfect um I've, i have three in my fridge and i finally just made one into beer bread i need to make the other two into beer bread so because i can't buy yeast anyway dylan has to go eat fajitas in like five minutes so we're gonna let him go first dylan tell me uh well yeah just tell me what you're playing we'll we'll this is gonna be all messy, so it's fine. You tell it's me okay. what you're playing, Dylan.
2: Um, I did pick up Fury Unleashed because the trailer looked fun. Did you uh, Fury? I did. Tell buy me about it. that. It, it's you? it's fun. It is it's fun. On it's, Game Pass. Um, I don't think Dylan has Game Pass. Oh, I do, but I don't really play Xbox anymore. I just play my Switch. Um, and that's where I want to play games like this because I want to play them handheld. Um, it's fun, uh, oh. and it's it's pretty fun. It's It is like Dead Cells in a way, um, other than it's a twin-stick shooter version of it, which is probably the thing I like least about it, I (laughs) guess, because twin-stick shooter roguelite isn't the best mashup. um, Where just, like, run-and-gun twin-stick shooting I like a lot, but because I have to, like do all this dip diving, ducking and dodging and the controls while good and tight uh, often bend me over a barrel um, and have their way with me because I'm trying to jump and then I accidentally click the stick, open the map then yeah. fall into a spike pit and then oh die um, because we, the you, when you lose health, you don't get it back very fast, um, sure. generally. Um, I'm getting to the point now where I'm getting enough little upgrades that I get the health orbs more frequently. Um, but mo- overall, it's pretty fun. I have not got very far. It is, I'm going to say, harder than Dead Cells. Sure. Um, and that's what I'm going to compare it to, because I like Dead Cells a lot and have played it a lot. Um, and actually started playing dead cells again recently because i got the new dlc for it the newish newest one um and played that a little bit more and then picked this up immediately after because it's got this really cool comic book aesthetic and you go between comic book panels so it's that part's really cool it has a lot going for it um
1: it reminds me a
0: lot of like a cartoon contra
1: yeah and very much so i think um Also, I want to say it is not on Game Pass. I was thinking of a completely different game that I'm desperately trying to
0: figure out. I'm disappointed because I really wanted to play this. I was hoping it was on Game Pass. Because you can play multiplayer, too. It's got co-op. I really wanted to try co-op.
2: Maybe I'll buy it. Yeah, I mean, especially if you and a friend thought it would be interesting enough, you'd probably get a really big kick out of it. If you're on the fence, maybe wait for a better sale because maybe at twenty dollars you'll be I don't know, maybe you won't want to keep playing it enough. Cause like I haven't even got through the first like little world. Um the bosses can be pretty challenging at first. Um and maybe I'm just not very good at it or I'm not patient <laughs> enough to 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 uh to dodge all their abilities. Um but it's it's, it's fun, though. I'm I'm happy with it. And I'm still playing it. Like, I yeah. often pick it up and play it for a while at a time, put it down, go do something, and I come back to it and play more. So I definitely want to progress in it. There's a lot of cool weapons and things. Um, but for whatever reason, the twin stickery is kind of not my favorite part of it. Um, yeah. Just because it's weird that I have to move the right stick in a direction when I want to just shoot a single shot and it it just it seems weird sometimes and I think it really comes down to the fact that you're going to have to shoot and then you have to wait for a reload to happen when sure. I just want to hold the stick and just endlessly spew bullets in a direction which is kind of I, I feel would make make it feel maybe a little bit better I don't know if I could just endlessly spray bullets but the fact that I don't and it kind of has these awkward pauses, and then i ended up i'm jumping with the the left trigger which
0: is weird um i wonder why they went with twin stick shooter because this doesn't really like if looking at the gameplay like first of all i never would have guessed it was a roguelite and looking at the way it plays i never would have guessed it's a twin stick shooter either i guess that's. i guess you have to be able to aim at
2: Enemies that are 360 degrees around you. Do you shoot by pushing a
0: button, or no? Do you, you just yeah, and I hate that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't really like it either. But I, I guess it's better than moving the right stick in a direction and then pressing a button because that's one more thing to do when you're jumping with the left trigger because yeah, that's, that's the fair. only option. Because if you jump with the um, B button, I think on the Switch because it's opposite of an Xbox oh, controller. Sure. Um, then you're not able to use the stick to shoot. So, oh, like, the button, yeah. like, maybe you could remap the buttons in a better way, but because of the twin stickiness to it, um, I don't know. I yeah, it sounds, know like,
0: if... sounds like an Xbox game to me. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, maybe I'll pick that up. I don't know. 20 bucks is not bad. Although, I'll tell you, original uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 is on sale for, like, $22 right now, and I really want that, too. Um, I don't know. Well, I just don't know. Um, Cole, why don't you talk about... Is that all you've been playing, Dylan?
2: Um, yeah, pretty much for new
0: new stuff. New. Um, why don't you talk about what you've been playing, Cole, because I played almost everything I've been playing with you. So we can, we can talk about the games we've been playing. Um, so games that I have just been playing. So I, oh, I, I
1: kind of gave up on Sword Art Online because I'd already put 54 hours into it and realized I was going to have to put another roughly 40 to 50 in and just can't do it. Can't do it. I don't know wh- why everyone is saying that is a 30-hour game. I don't get it. Um Colby's <laughs> put 50 hours into a 30-hour game? I don't, like I don't understand. I am on level 2 of 6 levels and I've put 53 hours into it. I that's funny. Um so I decided to play Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, which I got for my birthday. Um, on the 3DS. And I was going to ev- say, on what? <laughs> yeah. And everyone has played Ocarina of Time except Cliff, so we all know what it is. However, I will say that 3DS is... <sighs> I... Who designed that? Like, I... One, you cannot play a 3DS sitting on your back. No. Um, it is... It hurts because you have to, like, hold it with your pinkies. Yeah. Um, to put under it That's and eventually, weird. yeah, like, they're okay if you're just sitting down but like laying down, you can't, uh, playing a 3DS is difficult and good luck playing it in actual 3D. Um, yeah. It's almost That's actually impossible. the same
0: problem I have with my Switch is I, I prop my Switch up with my pinkies and it...
1: Oh, for me, the Switch is so much easier. Interesting. Um, and so I went to look for 3DS like grips so I'm yeah. like, they've got to have made them, make them no. and yes, they do if you have the new 3D XL but if you just have the old three d XL, uh, you're looking at like somewhere between sixty five and a hundred dollars for grips. I'm like, not nah, gonna pass. Um, but you know, Ocarina of time, it's good. I just uh, made it through the deku tree. So yay, nice. Um, and then, I mean that means nothing to me because I uh, uh, you're, you're right. Not I've played. not played that game. So then I decided to play the Hunter Call of the Wild. Um, which is a hunting sim, I guess, would be the (laughs) best way to describe it. Um, And it is 85% good and 15% infuriating. Um, Like, it has a bunch of systems that are not well explained. And... They need to be explained better. Like, a ge- that game could yeah. use a tutorial longer than it, like, I don't know. The tutorial is like, you start in the forest, they're like, hey, there's a deer in front of you, and you shoot it, and it's like, yay, good job. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Um, And then, like, occasionally. You need, like, like a hunter's
0: safety course first?
1: Well, it like, vaguely explain things to you. And I'm just, like, the things that. Are just so, like, that are bad about it. I'm not sure if they're bad or if I'm doing them wrong yeah. because they were never really explained. Like, the tracking, you, you, a lot of the game is tracking animals to hunt. Sure. And the first problem is, is all of the animals are essentially sharks, where I'm pretty sure they have to keep moving. Um, they don't really seem to stop for like, hey, I got to eat or I got to rest. They're just always wandering around. So you've got to walk real slow so you don't alert them. Um, And you're tracking them and you're just walking real slow, but it seems like they're always just, kind of moving ahead of you. And because you're moving so slow, you're not going to catch up. Like most of the animals that I've actually shot have just been me like wandering to like an outpost and went like, oh, <laughs> hey, there's a deer over there and you shoot it. Um, the other thing is, is like, I'm not a hunter, but like I know where you shoot a deer. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And like the knees so they can't exactly. run, exactly. Right? And the... Gun, I have is you know, like it's like a fairly low powered rifle, like sure. not low powered, but like it's not meant for, like, I'm gonna shoot, you know, huge game. Yeah, that being said, like, you can still shoot a moose with a you know, smaller rifle and like kill it. Yeah, 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 not in this game. Um, Like I came across an elk. I was like 10 feet from it. I just popped over like a ridge and there's a bunch of elk and I'm like, ah, and I shot one like straight through where its lungs and heart should be. And it wounded it. And I don't know, it ran off. Once you shoot, if you shoot an animal and wound it in this game, you might as well just give up on it unless you can get like a second shot off in the distance because once they start running, you're never going to catch up with it. And, like, I shot a deer earlier where I tracked it for probably two miles after <laughs> I'd shot it. And I'm, like, th- this game, like, is, you know, goes, like, well, if you shoot a deer and you don't hit it in its internal organs, it is just fine. It'll be okay. Because they'll just run. Um, and I'm, like, I shot it. And, I mean, I guarantee that if this had been a real deer, it would be dead because it would have hit some internal organ. But sure. the game's telling me it hasn't. But, like, even if you shoot a deer in the chest, it's still doing bad things to it. Yeah. But not in the game. And it's they just it's just walk like it off. Yeah, and I mean literally that's what they do. Like, you know, you're you're following the blood and like it'll tell you like if the animal's walking, trotting, running or whatever. And they're running. I'm like, no, that deer is not running. <laughs> Trust me. Um and so like there's been a couple times where like I, I've hit a, you know, deer and it's like oh, I didn't like kill it outright. It just runs away. And it's like, but Have you tried shooting it in the knee? There just needs to be some sort of like kind of maybe in between of, you know, kind of thing. But like I said, it's fun. Um, I don't quite get it. I'm trying to do the story missions and just can't because of like the problem. So like, I mean, this is probably another game that's 30 hours that I've already put like seven into and have done like three missions because I just can't quite. I don't know.
0: Is you, so it's a game you could beat, though. Like you've mm-hmm. you've killed all the animals outside. I
1: I don't know exactly. I assume you've just finished the story, Oh and um, that would be the beating it.
0: I figured you created some sort of like animal genocide. And yeah, those, yeah. You just no walk around
1: any <laughs> moved is, animals left. S- strings on. What's the one that they play at the end of Platoon? Is uh-huh. playing. And it's like you know, kind of slow motion, and you're like, well, killed
0: everything game has co-op uh so i assume that you and i could yeah yeah so we could go hunting together and so colby and i play video games every like saturday and sunday morning so in my head i'm like we get some beers we get some hunting going on we sit around on the outside and just get plastered before noon um you should totally you should totally download it because i want to play it co-op i i'm not sure i'm I'm not sure I'm down for shooting defenseless animals in the in the wild. It's
1: in video games, Cliff. Like literally, nothing gets hurt. Like I have wounded a bunch of animals. I don't feel bad about it at all.
0: Do you? Do you think that like maybe I was angry
1: today because I shot that deer and it wandered like two and a half miles and I just saw a bear in the like you know far distance. I'm like, I know I can't kill that. I still shot it in the head and just like it ran off. I'm like, fine, whatever. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'll did, see what I can do.
1: Did the same thing to a moose. It was just fine. Whatever. Run away. You would be dead in real life. But it's a cool. shame
0: you didn't play this like last week, because I think there was Microsoft Awards around it, but hmm. whatever. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about Mudrunners? I do.
1: I beat Mudrunners uh, yesterday.
0: So I played...
1: <laughs> a level. You played, played one-sixth the... uh, of Mudrunners.
0: It was... The most interesting experience I've ever had in a game. Um, I think we had fun. I did. Like, yeah, it's it's really to, interesting. Hit like, my damn rig, or no, I got it stuck. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's an interesting it game because it it really is. Like, I would say if you're a streamer, like Mudrunners is a great game to stream because it's just like this weird story that just kind of happens. So Colby and I were. You so know, is so is the hunter. Just FYI. Yeah, a yeah, I can totally see it. that it uh so Mud runners. we start out and we we choose um medium length log carriers so it's like a like kind of like a flatbed truck that you have a trailer behind that that holds like medium length logs and then we go to the log pickup place and we get some logs and Colby's like follow me and i'm like okay and so we're we're driving like Mud Runners is very much a like back to the future type game where, where you're going, you don't need roads because there just aren't any and the ones they have are usually covered in mud and water. So whatever. So we take off across this just kind of open Prairie and I'm driving up this incline and all of a sudden I just get like, my truck just literally sinks two feet into the mud. And I'm like, well, well crap, what do I do now? and Colby's like, well, try and winch your way out. I'm like, there's like, Saplings that I can attach to. Like, I'd I'd grab one, it would just like snap. I'd grab one, it would snap. And he's like, okay, I'll come over and then like I can winch you out of it. So, Colby comes over and he gets stuck like 20 feet away from me. seen that one coming. Yeah. (laughs) Neither of us can winch each other. We're like, well, what do we do now? And so, the entire time I'm doing, I'm just like winching to different things. And finally, I get a hold of like a dead tree that I can like.
1: Ugh. I got I got loose, and then I'm like, I'm going to come back for you, because again, I don't know what I was yeah. thinking, and got stuck again.
0: Yeah, and so I finally get my way out. I'm like, well, I'm going to take our, my logs over to this log station. I, I don't know. They're called lumber mills. Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm driving down this other road, and my, I my truck just tips over (laughs) and all my logs spill out. I'm like, well, crap. Now I'm on my side. I don't have any logs left. Like, what do we do now? Coley's like, okay, well I'm still stuck. So I'm going to transfer to another truck and then I'll come lift you out. And then you can go get more logs and then I'll go get my other truck out and, and get in on stuck. He comes over in this, like, I'm in this huge, like semi, he comes over in like a Jeep. (laughs) I'm like, I don't think it's going to work. It's supposed (laughs) to. It did not. He winches to me and it just pulls him to me. I'm like, can we get a bigger truck? And so he goes and gets a bigger truck, comes back, gets me out. I go get more logs, deliver them to the, the log store. Colby unlocks or untips his car, gets it unstuck. He goes and gets more logs. No, I just used the one that I used to pull you out. Oh did, did I never did,
1: got I, I never got my truck unstuck.
0: Oh so it's still there with a bunch of logs. Um but it's crazy we're like running around we're driving through mud, we're driving through water, we're getting stuck, we're winching ourselves free. It's literally the dumbest game I've ever played, but it's so fun and it's especially fun multiplayer for some reason. Like I don't think I'd ever play that game single player. I beat it. Yeah, you're weird. Um but multiplayer, like just like the emergent story of trying to take logs from one place to another on these just muddy, crappy dirt roads, was and that's the shockingly easiest fun. Level, yeah, I was, I blew my mind. We got stuck so many times. The last level is like, there's, I don't know, a lake you have to cross. <laughs> yeah, Colby's like, I have to go across this. I'm like, that's that's a lake, Colby. You're driving out to an island. <laughs> So, I don't know, it's weird, it's on Game Pass, like, get a friend and, and go take some logs somewhere, it, I don't know, we went down to, I drove down to kind of, not central Washington, but central-ish Washington today, and it, there's a lot of logging around there, I'm like, this looks so much easier here on roads that are paved, like, you guys don't know how easy you have it driving your logging trucks on roads that have asphalt on them.
1: You're not in Siberia. Exactly, exactly.
0: Um and I also played Streets of Rage 4. Um another game pass yeah we beat it and, and like quick it took like mm, 75 hours. minutes maybe yeah yeah so yeah, and you said it took about 2 hours single player right yeah it's yes. about what it took it was it was much easier uh, <laughs> multiplayer super easy but like if you missed that kind of like i don't know I would really equate it to like the like teenage mutant ninja turtle beat em up arcade game or the x men one or the Simpsons one. Like if if you like that it's kind of I mean, or Streets of Rage, you know. Um it was know. really fun to play. Fatal I really Bearing. enjoyed, you know, like just Fatal Fury. Yeah, whatever. Um, it's free on Game Pass. It's um it's okay, co-op. Like that network code is not great. Like there no. was a lot of weird like slowdowns and it got better as we got further into it, oddly yeah. enough. So I don't know. But uh it was definitely fun. It was definitely like like nostalgic fun. Well you know? and I've
1: heard it's very good if you if you really like those games, playing it on like the hard modes is yeah, there's I'm, a I'm lot more of that. No, I'm not going to either. I don't like yeah. those games enough, but I, I do enjoy, you know, just
0: there's something the kind of interesting about playing a game where there's only like four bad guys, but they palette swap all the characters so it looks like there's 35 <laughs> different bad guys. They've got stuff.
1: slightly different,
0: uh... yeah, sticks and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I it was it was enjoyable. I, I would play that again. So, do you have anything else you want to talk about, Cole? Um, everyone should play Mod Runners. That's great. And Mud Runners was very, I, it was way more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. I am so buying Snow Runners at some point. And like I said, if you're a streamer, that game would be a great streaming game, strangely. And because it's like, it's a game you can easily talk. Like there are games that I've streamed where like I find myself not talking because I'm concentrating so hard on the game. This game has no music. No. It has really no sound effects. You're, yeah, you don't have to worry you're about- You hear a truck and yeah.
1: wildlife noises.
0: Yeah. You don't have to worry about getting drowned out by anything. And, like, it's very conversational. so I I listen to podcasts a a lot while doing it. Absolutely. Um, I'm still playing Kingdom Hearts 3, too. Um, I had kind of a weird, I got an achievement in it, and I I wonder what that was. And so I logged into the game. I'm like, why has Dylan played, like, 35 hours? Dylan's played 50,000 more minutes of this game than I have. I'm like, that's strange. But it is not Dylan, I assume. Um, it is his lovely wife. Dylan's muted. So even though he did say something, and I saw his mouth move. <laughs> yeah, it's not me. I think you should tell uh, Kate that I have 50,000 less minutes in that game than she does, but that, uh, I have, or I think it's seconds, 50,000 less seconds, but that my, uh, Sora is significantly higher level than hers. Yeah. She should, she should get on that. I'm guessing the game was left on often. I have to assume. Um, I just played uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean level and the Big Hero 6 level and they, neither of them were good. They were both yeah. bad. <laughs> I did so.
2: actually help her with the Pirates of the Caribbean section. Yeah,
0: it just like super the, repetitive. The
2: ship, the ship uh-huh. combat was kind of weird. Not
0: good. So I not good
2: and played it for a second. I was like, this is kind of weird.
0: Yeah, I did not the the voice acting in the Pirates of the Caribbean section was just bad. Um, it it was not fun. It was just not fun, unfortunately. And the the big hero six section was also not fun. How so. close to it beating it are you? Probably five or six hours, I would guess. So so speaking
1: of achievements, I got an achievement in Mud Runners that only one point one percent of people have gotten.
0: That's so. crazy. I know that's absolutely crazy. Yeah, I don't know. King of Hearts three is fine. It's on Game Pass 2. Uh, like, it's thirty hours of weird Disney stuff. It's not bad, but like, I stopped caring about the story about ten hours ago. So like, literally, there's all these cutscenes that I just literally read Twitter through. I have no idea what's going on. But <laughs> occasionally, I fly my little gummy ship somewhere else and I fight a bunch of movies, and it's fine. It's whatever. So, it it's not. It's it. It's not as good as the first one. I really enjoyed the first one, and I just i am real bored with this one. But I'm close enough to beating it that I'll just beat it, so whatever. Dylan looks so sad. Are you okay? <laughs> Dylan's just making funny faces into our, our thing. Do you have to go to dinner, Dylan?
2: No. I have not to yet. definitely hit these first two news topics because they're very All important right. to me.
0: Okay, so we will go straight to news. Dylan, news! Thank you. Uh, so... This is like the week of remakes getting announced. Um, remakes,
1: remakes, remakes. Yeah.
0: Um, first off, so you're interested in the first one, Dylan? Really? Yes. Okay. So really, I, I'm interested. Tell me. So uh, Mafia is getting an interesting set of like I'm I'm honestly a little confused about what Mafia is doing. So Mafia Two, the definitive edition, will be coming out May 19th. Mm-hmm. Mafia. One, the Definitive Edition, is coming out August 29th, or 28th. Mm-hmm. The Mafia Trilogy, which presumably includes <laughs> Mafia. one Definitive Edition, two Definitive Edition, and three, is getting announced May 19th. So, I, I don't exactly understand why I would want to buy... <laughs> the Mafia Definitive Edition, the Mafia 2 Definitive Edition, and then maybe buy the Mafia Trilogy later? I'm confused about this works, but no one has more information about it than that. Tell me why you're interested about Mafia, Dylan.
2: Oh, so they never played any details on the Trilogy before the other one actually comes out?
0: Well, like the same day, actually, as Mafia. Or the two same day as the, yeah, the second one.
2: I guess that's, I mean, maybe people only want one of those games, I, I guess. guess? Uh, because uh. I mean, in retrospect the first one is probably the best, but it's also the oldest. The second yeah. one was was a solid game, but it's it's pretty it's pretty standard. I really liked these See, games though. And I, I heard haven't played the, the third, third one was though. the
1: best. Yeah, I think the third's good too. I beat the first one and I I didn't I mean like I thought it was very good in parts. But, like, the, oh, you have to, you know, drive the speed limit and stop at stoplights or else you can get, like, ticketed about that. just drove me insane. Um, like, I I got it, but it wasn't fun. Yeah. Like, it would be like having to obey those, like, street, you know, signs in Grand Theft Auto. Like, okay, but... Yeah, you don't play no. that way?
0: <laughs> yeah, like, okay, let's, <laughs> let, let's let the pedestrians cross. Come on, guys. There's a mission in GTA V where you had to, like drive to the like fake Facebook headquarters without getting yeah. pulled over. And so you had to mm-hmm. follow all the traffic s- signals and stuff, and I was like, this sucks. This <laughs> sucks so bad. That, that is all the
2: driving in Mafia. It, it's so hard to just drive the car slow enough in that uh-huh. game to actually keep yeah. it under control. Um,
0: Absolutely. Yeah, so those are coming out. They're all being remastered. They look, I think they've released a couple screenshots and they looked just gorgeous. Um, mm-hmm. Mafia Mafia is like a 2002 game. It's a PS2 era yeah. game. So. I'm really curious
2: what that will be if it's kind of been redone a little bit because that if- could be cool or it could, be a pretty looking old game. Yeah. Uh-huh. So,
1: it, it'll really depend on how yeah. they redo it. Yeah. I think whether it'll be real good
0: or not. Yeah. So that's interesting, I guess. Uh, the second one is also very interesting. This we is three, it, three Yesterday remakes.
2: was a day I was waiting for for years and didn't know if it would actually come or not. But
0: Dylan, tell, tell me, tell me what's happening.
2: THPS one and two getting Ooh. getting their remake.
0: Does anyone refer to Tony Hawk Pro Skater as THPS? I don't all, know, but I all did. the people. Yeah. <laughs> um, See, I just called it the. Whoops. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. But I was I w- literally was like giddy when I saw this. Yeah. Um, and I think I actually saw an announcement from Tony Hawk or something when I saw it first, and I yeah. was like, "No way! This is crazy." Um, yeah. But. It looks gorgeous too. It just it looks, looks fantastic. It's like
0: photorealistic. It like, is like stunning.
2: Because um, I guess the people that are doing it too are the ones that did some of the handheld games, so they've worked yep. on previous Tony Hawk games. Um, but yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks like a game nowadays, and it, it's interesting. And I guess this was probably the smart move because it it didn't seem like we we're ever going to get another skateboarding game. And yeah. I think I think it's just a matter of skateboarding isn't.
1: So here's the thing.
2: Will they license the music though? Yes. They said they've got most of it. Some of it. The the important songs are there. Gorilla Radio is there and Superman is there, which those are the two I think the two most iconic songs from that soundtrack. Um they said they got most of it, and then there's some new stuff in there.
0: I think I played
1: Tony Hawk two
0: more than one. See, and I I loved a Tony Hawk game but I couldn't it was couldn't, two was it two I'm like, you it was could, the one that I had you could hold a gun to my head and I would not be able to yeah. tell you which one it was I'm, and the funny I'm thing like is,
1: 90% sure it was two that
0: would make sense like timeline wise that would make sense um, yeah. I think the funny thing is I don't remember that soundtrack at all because that was back in like OG Xbox days where you could just load MP3s onto your Xbox and so I had like this super sweet like punk mix of music that I always listened to when I was playing Tony Hawk so I, I couldn't name a song off the soundtrack either so, so
1: I think let's yeah, Tony Hawk Skater has Bad Religion U on it. Oh, and that's sure. that's how I know that it was Tony Hawk Skater 2, because that's, that's where funny. I found yeah. that song from.
0: So um, it's coming out on the PS4, the Xbox September One, PC. September 4th? September 4th, which, for those of you keeping track, is my 23rd anniversary. So oh,
1: it's a day before Mom and Dad's like... It's like four days before
0: yeah is it i thought this was on the fifth no so, this is like the uh, eighth or ninth i mean they're divorced your, now so well, you know <laughs>
2: for your anniversary i will be getting myself a nice present
0: perfect That's but what i, I definitely gonna think
2: i'm going to pre-order this so i get early access to the demo of the warehouse level which yes. is the most iconic of all tony hawk levels ever maybe one yeah. of the most iconic levels ever in a video yeah. game um, it's uh
0: it's just such, it's so much fun it's just so much so fun. much fun
2: Um, And there are some additional things. So there's some tricks that weren't originally there, but you probably wouldn't be the wiser. Um, But I also watched on Jack Black's gaming YouTube channel. (laughs) Um, They shot a video a while ago and they finally released it because they were waiting for the announce. But he actually went and hung out with Tony Hawk and they actually got all the people together from the first game. So they were all like skating around in their little indoor skate park together. They are they're all like 40 to 50 years old now, which is oh, yeah. is kind of it was kind of a surreal thing to see all those those skateboarders that literally basically invented skateboarding. Yeah. Um or invented what we know of it today. Um right. It was pretty surreal, but yeah, Jack Black hung out with him and that was essentially like the announcement on the internet was kind of part of it was him getting to do that too. So That's it was, amazing. It's kind of this weird, weird thing. Cause apparently Jack Black played that game while touring with Tenacious D way back in the day. So Love it was, it. that was important enough to, to have, be part of the celebration, which is kind of a, just a really weird, cool thing. But it, I mean, it's... I think it was, it was so huge at that yeah. time. Um, I, I've, I can't remember, I wish I would have remembered, but I I listened to an interview with Tony Hawk at some point and he talked about how much money they made from those games. It was just Mm -hmm. a huge, 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 huge success.
0: It's weird that they haven't been able to make another one. You know, like they've tried. They've tried Tony Hawk games, like the skate games, that new weird one where like each of your sticks is a foot game. Like, it's yeah, just strange that, that skate, no one's
2: And that skate was great, um, but they're not. EA's not going to do another one. It sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Um, and then Tony Hawk Five was not well received. No. Um, what was the
1: What was the one that had the skateboard peripheral? Uh,
2: that was Five, ride.
1: A oh, ride. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You're right. Yeah, I think it was called Ride. I don't uh, know, but. I don't know, maybe maybe with this success, they might get a chance to do something, something Yeah, It could be good. I don't know. Um, or maybe they'll remaster some of the other ones. Like, I really enjoyed the uh, underground games, which yeah. you actually could get off your skateboard and run around and do weird jackass type things, because that was around that time when they had those characters in those games too, and um, it just got crazy.
0: So weird, I love it. Um, I think one of the cool things about this game too is they actually said that their biggest, they actually are pulling in code from the old game, so it should handle exactly like the old ones okay. did, and and all the levels are like to the inch accurate on how they feel. So like they they made a big deal. I read an interview with them today, um, Vicarious Visions, um, who are doing this, and like you said, they did. I think the 3DS games, but they also are the team that did like the Crash Bandicoot. Um, mm-hmm. Reboot and the Crash Team Racing reboots, so they they've they've got a lot of history doing this kind of thing. They said that they really wanted people to be able to pick up a controller and like still have that muscle memory from playing this game, right. you know, fifteen twenty years ago. Um, like to the point of where you can even still use the same controls as you did on the old ones, although they do have right. new controls where you can use like right because there was them.
2: not there was not twin analog sticks uh-huh. when this came out, so.
0: Super crazy. So yeah, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. It's coming out September fourth. I think I think it was fifty dollars. I want to say maybe forty dollars, somewhere between forty and fifty. Definitely between. 40 I think and 50. the
2: special edition was fifty. That's which that just could comes be with right. a couple cosmetic kind of things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, third remake that is getting released sometime is one that Colby and I played the just absolute living crap out of. Uh, they are going to do, I think this one is still rumored um, but the rumors are uh, the rumors come from a guy who's leaked a bunch of Blizzard stuff in the past very very accurately as they're saying that a Diablo 2 remaster will be coming out Q4 2020 so I don't, yeah I would play I mean it's been I would say nearly decades since I played Diablo 2 and like even still every once in a while I'll I'll get the urge to load that up and then I realized that the highest resolution that game 8 will play 6. At is 800 by 600 if you have the um DLC <laughs> otherwise it's 640 by 480 and I'll tell you 800 by 600 stretched to a 27-inch monitor in 4:3 is not is not good. That game does not look good. But man, we put a lot I mean, I think we probably beat Diablo Five or six times in that game, we just loop it over and over and over again. So that that'll be good. Um reportedly coming out Q4 2020. You still with me, Dylan?
2: Yep. I would, I would love to play a remaster Diablo, that's for sure. Right. Diablo two. Because well, I've never really played Diablo two, so well,
0: it's because you weren't born when it came out, Dylan. Yeah. It. <laughs> um I mean you were, but you were like I didn't have Five. a <laughs> Um Yeah, I, I kind of hope that comes to Switch too or Xbox. Like, I really have enjoyed playing those games. Like, they're fine on PC, but I've really enjoyed playing them on consoles with a controller. So we'll see. Uh, next up Epic. Did you guys watch the Epic reveal this morning? It was no. at, like 8 o'clock our time. So it was very, very early. Um, <laughs> I was awake, I was playing Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Um, Colby was awake. He'd been at work for four hours. (laughs) I didn't work today. Oh, well then. But I I was awake. I just have a, you know, a three-year-old. Um, so Epic is obviously the company that makes, um, the Epic Game Store and Fortnite and all that stuff. But uh, the other thing they make is the Unreal Engine, which has powered a lot of games, including Unreal, um, but a lot of other stuff, too. Fortnite, I'm sure, runs on it, so on and so forth. And today they released uh, the fifth version of Unreal, Unreal 5, and released a, a trailer of a game theoretically running on that engine, theoretically running on a PlayStation 5, um, and the internet is just so excited about it because it's gorgeous. Um, like, you know, they're, they're saying all these things, you'll be able to import like movie quality assets into it. Um, you won't have to worry really that much about, you know, geometry, how many, um, you know, how many polygons it's using. You'll just be able to drop stuff in and it'll, it'll run. The engine is literally almost photo real, photorealistic looking. It's very pretty. Have you seen how they do the Mandalorian on it? Is that on Unreal 5? I think it's on
1: Unreal 4. Yeah, it's like on the Unreal or- Engine. Yeah, all the backgrounds.
0: VR. Yeah, all the backgrounds for The Mandalorian, if you haven't seen it, are projected onto these massive screens. And then they literally, instead of doing like green screen, they literally film the actors in front of these screens with Unreal Engine 4 footage running behind them. It's very cool. It's very cool. Um, Anyway, this is gorgeous. The thing is, is, like, almost every develop Like, uh, people are just going, oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. Look at what PlayStation 5 games are going to look like. And, like, every developer I've seen on the internet is like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is what PlayStation games and Xbox games are going to look like in, like... 2023, 2024 <laughs> because this engine doesn't exist yet. No one's going to just like go, well, shoot, I'm going to upgrade mid game from Unreal 4 to Unreal 5, redo yeah. all my assets, redo all my textures. Re-. Like, it's going to take years for those games to show up and they will be very pretty when they get there. So like, be excited about that. But I think the other things that Unreal announced today are actually even a little bit more exciting because it will start happening... Sooner. So, um, unreal unleashed unleashed. I don't even know where that came from unveiled two things today. One is that any developer using any version of the unreal engine will be able to make up to a million dollars with that game without paying any royalties at all. So you can build a game of that engine. You pay nothing for the engine itself and you don't actually start paying royalties to Epic until they hit a million dollars, and at that point, you only pay five percent royalties. So, so, for every million dollars you make, you only pay them fifty thousand dollars, which is there are probably I'm I'm, I'm going to say two. There are more than this, but there are probably two engines that most indie and even like double A developers use, and it's either Unity or Unreal. And this makes Unreal a very, very, very good deal for indie developers and so it'll, it'll it enables them to make more attractive games it enables them to make games that they don't have to worry about coming out of pocket like if you if you license unity it's almost two thousand dollars per developer to get that game and for a small indie studio two grand's a lot like that's a, that's lot, a lot of lot. money so sounds like um, fortnite's making them enough money and that literally that's exactly what they said is that they were like, We are making so much money from Fortnite that we can do things like this. Yeah. Um
2: Which is I mean, that's cool. Like that's exactly the move you would hope they would yep. be able to do is say yep. like, Oh, this game's making us so much money that yep. let's just have more games be successful if and if you have sell the that- ability to at to, give it, give it back. Exist.
0: Yep. Yeah. If you sell, like, the, that 5% royalty, too, does not count if you're selling your game on the, on the Epic Store. So you don't pay any royalties at all on the Unreal Engine licensed games on the Epic Store. So And their split's only 12% on the Epic Store versus Steam's 30%. So right. Epic's doing some cool stuff. Um, the other thing that they did, and we talked about this, I'm going to say, almost two years ago, is that Epic announced they're going to give away their essentially kind of multiplayer tool set. So it's the things it's, they call it their essential framework and it's things like friends lists and matchmaking and lobbies, cross platform multiplayer services. Um, and they're just giving the way and it's not limited to just unreal games. It'll also work in any other game engine. And so if you want to do all those multiplayer things that are really hard and really expensive to do, um, Epic just unreleased just released a toolkit that will enable any developer to bring those into their games for free, um, which is amazing. Like that, I've heard developers say that building a game and then building a multiplayer game is essentially doubling it. So if you have a game and it takes a year to build, building a multiplayer version of that game is a whole nother year. And so this being given away will, first of all, make crossplay like between, say, Xbox and PS4 way easier. Um, they don't have to write that code. They just have to make that code work within their game. Um, but it also just r- removes a huge amount of stuff that game developers have to do, which from our standpoint, means they can make better games faster, they can make more interesting games faster, they can be more experimental with games because they don't have to put in this huge expense of building this stuff. So, you know, like, love Epic, hate Epic, whatever, but man, they're doing some some cool stuff for gaming. I just took a drink and squirted Woo! water all over my
1: keyboard. Yay! Uh,
0: all right, next up, Sony. Um, so Microsoft did the same thing maybe six months ago, where they created Microsoft Studios, which is essentially a just kind of umbrella for all of the studios that um, Microsoft owns. Today, Sony did the same thing. So it is called, very imaginatively, PlayStation Studios. And it's going to include every single first-party PlayStation game studio and also any game studio that is making a game specifically under Sony's direction. So if Sony essentially says, Hey, game studio, we want you to make a game for us. That will be a PlayStation game studios game. So it's a lot about branding, but it's interesting. Um, the release video for it is like the most Marvel video you've ever seen. You know, like the Marvel movies all start with all the, like, the real fast cuts between all the different Marvel movies. It was just like that, except with like Kratos and Ratchet (laughs) and Clank and, um, but it's kind of interesting. Um, it's going to include Naughty Dog. It's going to include Insomniac, Santa Monica Studio, Media Molecule, Guerrilla Games, probably a couple others. So it's it's kind of a branding thing. But like they've got logos and and all that kind of stuff. So you'll probably start hearing more about Sony or PlayStation Studios like as a thing. Um, so when you hear that, that is what they're talking about. Um, E3 has been canceled. We might have talked about that. Gamescom's been canceled. Paris Game Week's been canceled. Tokyo Game Week's been canceled. Um, Ubisoft is now going to have something called Ubisoft Forward, which that's a bad name, right? That's not just me.
1: Yeah, that's not great.
0: Anyway, it's going to air on July 12th. It is going to be, according to them, a fully digital showcase with exclusive game news, reveals, and more. Except they're not telling us which games. Um, <laughs> so you can presume, I guess, uh, Valhalla, you can probably assume maybe beyond and good Eve beyond good and evil too. Maybe. Although I think that game's launching in like, I don't know, 2027, 20, um, skull and bones. Do you remember skull and bones, Dylan? I'm very excited I, about skull and I bones. I do remember that. I want to see more about that. Um, Gods and Monsters, remember that? That was kind of that Breath of the Wild-esque game that got announced at, like, the very end of E3 last year. Um, Watch Dogs Legion, which got pushed back, like, a long time. So th- there's a bunch of games they could be talking about, but uh, they haven't really said what yet. I guess we'll get more information as we get closer to that. But I guess mark your calendars for July 12th, if you're into that kind of thing, because you're not going to mark your calendar, are you? No, it's no. No. all right. Uh, no calendar. Another thing. It's okay, that's all right. Um another thing you should not mark your calendars for is Elder Scrolls 6. Um which makes me real sad because I want to play Elder like Elder Scrolls 5 was I, which is a weird like thing to call almost it almost a decade because, ago. Yeah. Wasn't Skyrim it? came out 2011. It, yeah. it was a long time ago. I mean, I've lived here for 6 years and I had it for quite a few years I, before I moved I here, see. so Yeah, it, 2011. Yeah. And I, like, I don't know if there's another game that constantly gets remastered that I've almost bought this many times. Like, when it came out on the PC remaster, I'm like, I should get that. then I'm like, no, it's 120 hours of the game, Cliff. Don't do that. And then it came out on the Switch. Yeah, then it came out on the Switch. And I'm like, don't do it, Cliff. And I didn't. Do you want me to send it to you? (sighs) kind of. Um, So I've resisted. But anyway, uh, someone on Twitter, like, hit up Pete Hines, who's their Bethesda senior vice president. And said like, hey man, we need to know. And his reply was, it's after Starfield, which you pretty no- much know nothing about. So if you're coming at me for details now and not years from now, I'm failing to properly manage your expectations. So, it's the best
2: response I've ever heard.
0: It's a very good response, but man, that makes me sad because like Starfield looks great and I'm excited about that. But I mean, if you're talking... I mean, we know nothing about that game. So we're talking, what, 2021, 2022 with coronavirus? So what, 2025, 2024 for Elder Scrolls 6? And I want that game faster than that, I'll be honest. Well,
2: just think so. about the 1,200 other games you already have, and then the 300 you'll procure between now and then.
0: I know, but that doesn't mean I don't <laughs> want things, Dylan. I still <laughs> want things. Uh sworn
1: that, like... Six months ago, they mentioned something about Elder Scrolls Six.
0: Yeah, well, they keep Am kind I? of teasing around it, but it's always like it exists, and that's all they do. So, I thought it's there real. was more than. I thought
1: there was more than that. I thought they like, I swear, wasn't there like a, a you know, it was kind of like when uh, what is Blizzard does, you know, just puts like a four on the screen. And yeah, they did the that
0: at E three twenty nineteen. Wasn't there, like, something where they put, like, a six on the screen, implying that yeah, I think coming? I
2: feel like there was something
0: like that. There absolutely was, and then it broke, and they're like, well, yeah, but not soon. Well, so. yeah, but you don't do that for something that's, like, six years away. They, I think the, the problem was, was, I don't even think it was 2019. I think it was 2018. I don't know. It was an E3 year, but I think it was very much one of those, like, we don't have a whole lot to talk about besides, you know. Yeah, but, like, I... Part of me wonders if this is one of those things where
1: it's like, ah, yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah, we well, you know nothing about it. But, you know, 2021, it's like, oh, yeah, no, we got that. It's, it could be, you know, I mean, one year, I, from like, now. It, I, I would love sp-
0: I would love to see um, Starfield come out in like 2021 and it even be like 2022 or 2023. Yeah.
1: And that seems way more likely than like, oh, yeah, no, we're not going to have a new Elder Scrolls for 15 years. Yeah. You know what right? I mean? Or on yeah. this console? Uh huh. Like yeah. that just seems, that seems unlikely to yeah. me.
0: I hope. I hope you're right. I absolutely hope you're right. I'm always right. Mm, I don't think that's true. Yeah. It is. <laughs> okay. Fine. Uh, Steam might be getting a royalty program. I assume that it's going to be like some sort of like little paper. Ooh, who's th- going to be the king? <laughs> well, Gaben, call. Everyone knows who's, that. Who's
1: going to be the queen? Because that dude, I don't think is married. I.
0: Hmm, that's a very interesting question. I do not know. <laughs> um Maybe that's an open position call. Have you thought about applying? <laughs> to be yeah, queen. If I, I I will be Gaben's queen. Dudes worth three and a half billion dollars. Like, yeah.
1: I I'm not like. You're not proud. I, I'm, I'm okay
0: with that. Yeah. I I think they actually mean more like a little program where you're going to have to carry around a punch card in your wallet. And every time you buy a Steam game, like some sort of peripheral come out and punch a hole in it. I think that's more what they mean. Um, He is married. (laughs) Well, sorry, Cole. I think we just lost Dylan. Bye, Dylan. Um, He's going off to eat fajitas. Uh, Oh, he sent us a message. What does it say? It says, I'm going to go have dinner now before it gets cold. I think it's a good plan. Anyway, uh this was leaked by Pavel How would you say that name if you were me? call? Um, yeah. yeah, Pavel Jundik. Uh who... I mean, yeah, probably Jundik. Jundik. Jundek. I don't know. I I really I should know. I don't know. Like one of the the worst memes go best, best memes actually going around Facebook right now is that, you know, nerds will learn how to pronounce Elon Musk's kids name but they don't know how to pronounce like, you know, anything that's vaguely foreign besides that. So I still don't know how to pronounce Elon Musk's kids name. I'm sure we'll learn. Um anyway, he is a developer on SteamDB which is a it's a software that essentially just spends a lot of time crawling the steam database, looking for stuff. It's it's like how you can find out, um, a lot of information about like the length of time games take to beat and, um, descriptions for games, so on and so forth. So it, it's a, it's a thing. Um, but he ran across a bunch of code that makes it look like, uh, valve is working on a loyalty award slash reward program. It's gonna have a point system and a system to add reaction to user reviews. Um, it'll allow you to redeem points for badge levels and possibly even game discounts. So I I guess what I would imagine this being is, is kind of a, maybe a mix of like Microsoft rewards and um, what do they call the, the weird little thing when you buy games on Nintendo, like gold coins. Yeah. Coins. Yeah. So you'll, you'll get, you know, you'll probably get points for doing things, which will be exchangeable for badges or, you know, coins or discounts or something. And then probably when you buy games, you'll also get some sort of currency that will enable you to get discounts in the future. It's a little uh, hazy right now, but I think that's interesting. Um, I mean, obviously the Microsoft Rewards program, I use a lot. And I mean, I've got like 40,000 points, which is like 40 bucks in, in Xbox gift cards without doing a yeah. lot of work. Um, and it seems like every time I go to buy a Nintendo game, I've got like hey here's 80 points that i've gotten somehow from buying other nintendo games that that you know translate into real money so i'm not saying it necessarily influences me to buy games but there are definitely games that i've looked at and gone like oh that would be free with my you know nintendo points or it would be eight bucks when i get three dollars off a game that's already on sale so i don't know is that something that like uh influences you to buy stuff call on Steam, Cliff? But not on Steam, but like other, like, like oh, okay. the, the, the Nintendo like, one.
1: <laughs> yep, let me just download all the newest games on my Mac. six-year-old Mac. Hey, We're going to talk about a game
0: in a second that it, you can totally do that with. So Sweet, I'll buy it and get rewards points. Yes, um,
1: yes I actually, like I have said, I, I don't know about um, like the gold. I. Like they're always nice to have. Yeah. Like I I mean it's kind of how I feel about rewards points like I don't do hardly anything for it. Yeah. Um and I've got like almost $40 in free games. Yeah. Like yeah, sign me up.
0: I'm going to uh, I'm going to get Cyberpunk 2077 for free. Like it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get uh, Snow Runners. <laughs> <you know. laughs> priorities, priorities. Uh so that's cool. We'll see we'll we'll keep an eye on that. We'll talk to you more about that when and if it happens. Um Today is I think this is actually today. Let me let me see if this is actually today or if this happened yesterday. Today uh 2 days ago. So uh probably the 11th ish, maybe the 12th. Uh May 11th 2005 is uh the day that I don't I don't know what's happening, but Colby's laughing a lot. Did something did Dil- something happen on Dylan's camera? <laughs> no. I just watched a video on Twitter. You watched a what? <laughs> video on Twitter. <laughs> I
1: wasn't
0: expecting the end. This is, uh, this is what Colby wasn't... does. I'm sitting here talking, <laughs> pouring my heart and soul out. Colby's on Twitter watching videos. It's a dude
1: who's a farmer that is making moonshine and a, a bunch of the pigs
0: drank it and they're all drunk. And there's one that's just laying on its back and he goes to roll over and it just rolls down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post that in the show notes. Um, <laughs> anyway... Uh, <laughs> I wish Dylan was Sorry. still here. It replayed. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Dylan was still here because I was. Cu- I'm curious. Do you think Dylan knows what what Le-ray Jenkins is? Like, is that a, a a touch point that people like? So Dylan would have been 11 when that happened. 12 maybe. Do you think that's something that kids um, like? I know Carter, my son, knows what it is, and he's 12. But it's only because I've told him. Like, do you think that's a like a like enough of the cultural zeitgeist for people to know what Leroy Jenkins is? Yeah, I
1: I I would assume he does know it. It's it's such a it's I mean like I saw a headline not related to this, I think. I forgot about on that, yeah. On CNN or something, yeah. someone posted, so...
0: Yeah, so, anyway, Leroy Jenkins, if you're not familiar, was a uh, World of Warcraft video where a bunch of people in a clan are all gathered outside some sort of crypt or something, and they're, like, making plans on, on how to, to go in and take out this thing, and there's all this technical, like, World of Warcraft jargon, and they talk about the chances they have of beating it, and uh, then this dude just yells, like, Leroy Jenkins, and runs inside. It's fake. It's it's sad. I was getting there, Cole. You, like, killed my, my, my thunder, man. Sorry. Okay. But anyway, at the time in 2005, it was hilarious. Uh-huh. It still is it's still hilarious. If you if you're unfamiliar with it, like you can find it anywhere. Just go look up Leroy Jenkins. Um, they made a Magic the Gathering card out of it. Like it, it's it's been a big deal. And then like 12 years later, so like a couple years ago, they admitted that it was fake. Um, yeah. But it's still real funny. It's still real funny. So check that out. It's a 15, 15 year anniversary of that. Finally. Uh, if you have a piece of crap Mac, like Colby does, um, or if you have a really crappy PC that like, say you got, you know, you're like your works, like here, have this crappy laptop. You can't play the games on it. It's got an integrated graphics card. Uh, the folks who made Disco Elysium released what they're calling the working class update. It's, uh, it's a game update that, uh, halves the minimum amount of RAM required and you only need an integrated graphics card with 512 megabytes of memory to be able to play Disco Elysium now, um, they're saying that MacBooks from as far back as 20, 2008 will be able to play Disco Elysium now. And as you know, it is the best game I played in 2019. It is very fun, very funny, kind of sad. Like, it's, it's just good. It's really, really, really good. It's currently 25% off on Steam to celebrate this update. If you have not played Disco Elysium because you don't have a PC that will run it, like Colby, you should go buy it right now. They, released, they recent, recently released the Mac update too, so you can actually play it on a Mac as well. So, Colby, get on that, right? I, 100%. You're not going to do that. Nope. It's okay. Maybe I'll buy it for you. Uh, All right. Next up, we have got questions. Are you ready for questions? Um, I am. You have to do Vinny's voice because Dylan's off eating a fajita.
1: Good evening, sir. This is Vinny. How are you gents doing today?
0: I believe if that's the voice you're going to have to do, you should probably call him Vincent. I don't know if that's actually Vinny's full name. I mean... I kind of well, assume wanna, it is. I didn't want to assume that. I'm going to have to ask now. Vinny, let us know. I'm curious. Um, I'm also kind maybe of... it's like Ventrala or something. Vinifred. That sounds like kind of a... That's that's maybe not a little feminine. Vinifred? Anyway, we'll just assume it's Vinny. Uh, His question is, what game, technical aspects aside, would you like to see come to Switch or any portable platform? In my opinion, there's no portable platform that isn't the Switch. Um, Also, do you think once xCloud and or Stadia becomes the norm, will the portability appeal decrease once these are officially out? What game do you want on the Switch, Cole? New game? Nah, I think a game that is not on the Switch that you want to play on it. I don't think you have to worry about it being, like... I mean, it could be a first-party game if you want. Yeah. That's
1: a good question. Because um, I don't really know, like... Occasionally, like, there's games that I'm like, this would be a great Switch game, and I get them on the Switch. I'm like, oh, no, it wasn't what I thought it would be. And then there's games where I play them on the Switch and can't imagine them playing anywhere else. Yeah. But I can't think of anything offhand.
0: I... um. I think that's also, like, I have that same problem. Like, the Switch, to me, is one of those games that I constantly think, like, oh, that would be a great Switch game. And then I realized that I don't really want to play that game on the Switch, to be honest. Um, Like, I think I thought my Switch was going to be the, like, I'm going to play this game sitting in bed. And I found that I don't like holding my Switch very much. And I I don't like playing it in bed for the most part. Um, I would like to play a game, probably not it, but, like, a game like Forza. On my switch Mm. it's a game you can kind of hop in and hop out do a couple races Um, there's not a huge time commitment to it I could I could just literally play a racer to a night and that would be cool Um, and I think that would handle pretty well on the switch but I I wouldn't want to play it for real long because I don't particularly like the triggers on the switch but I think that that would be fun playing some Forza yeah
1: I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, all right. I KOTOR, as odd as that sounds. Yeah.
0: No, that'd be real good. Be, I'd actually I mean, like on this, the phone. I, I'd like to see more games like that or like the Mass... Like, one thing we didn't mention in our remake talk, because I don't think it's actually honestly official yet, is, yeah, that Mass Effect 1 through 3 is rumored to be getting a remake, too. Like, the Mass Effect games would be great on mm-hmm. the Switch. Um, like, it doesn't even really I mean, be, need to be remade, honestly.
1: That's, like, kind of one of those things, too, that, like... I don't know if they could throw some 360 games yeah. onto there. Yeah. That'd be great because like I just got uh, Bullet Storm. Yeah. Yeah. Like which is a th- I haven't played it yeah. yet, but you know, it's a 360 game. Like it can run those yeah. easily. Um and like I don't know. I really wish that the Switch would just dump a bunch of like NES, SNES, yeah. Nintendo 64 games like those on there because you know, I I want to play Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I, I can't. There's really no way for me to do. Not a it. good way to do um, it. I've I've got it on the DS, like the original God. DS. That's it. And it's
0: so small, like the original.
1: And, well, I'm, and that's not true because like if it was on the DS, I could play it on the 3DS. I have it on the Game Boy Advance, yep. which plays on the DS. Yep. Yeah, and
0: those um, I've tried playing it on there, and the screen is like uh-huh, two by tiny. three. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I think that I, I I think you're right. Um, like I what what were the PlayStation games that were supposed to kind of compete against Halo? Do you remember those? Um, we played the first one, you and I. Resistance. Did. Yeah, like the Resistance games. Those would be fun. Um, I played
1: the Resistance Vita game. Yeah, um, and that was very fun. Yeah, like I think those types of games, like. I don't know. I love the switch for new games, but I think it fits perfectly as well for old games. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think any game that, that especially games that are like very easy to like pick up and play for twenty minutes and then put down are good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As to whether XCloud and or Stadia will decrease its uh, appeal, I think that at some point in time, either. The Switch is going to get their own platform that does that, where you'll be able to stream stuff to your Switch. Or even more likely, I think they cut a deal with Xbox to Microsoft, put yeah. Xbox games on it. I think xCloud at some point will work on the Switch somehow.
1: Like I, I think that is a much... Uh, I, I would assume that would happen before Nintendo does something like yeah. that, because Nintendo does not do things no. like that.
0: But I I think there's a way to make that happen, and like frankly, X Cloud on Switch would be the I would pay, I would happily pay fifteen bucks a month for that happily, oh. um, mm. to be able to access my Game Pass games on Switch would be perfect, absolutely perfect. So I think I I think there's a very good chance that'll happen. Like Xbox and Nintendo are like just friendly enough and I think the thing is, is like if you don't like if you don't live here in Seattle and you don't think about it like Ninten- the Nintendo campus and the Microsoft campus are literally four minutes apart five minutes yeah. apart they are in the same city on the same side of town like like People that work at Nintendo and people that work at Microsoft spend a lot of time together eating lunch in the same places like they're friends. I I cannot I I don't think that that's as big of a jump as people think it is. So I don't know. I I would like that to happen. Uh, Next up, Eddie, I deliver things. He is not trying to kill me this week and that makes me happy. Uh, Wants to know what justifies a game being sold at $60 when games sold at a lesser price often offer about the same amount of entertainment value. Um, I would say generally it's the company that releases them. Uh, AAA games cost sixty dollars, like that's, yep. that's long that's, and short of it. It's yeah,
1: uh, uh, and yeah, I don't know what. I mean that's uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah,
0: um, and I I think the the reality is is what what justifies them costing that is. Teams of thousands of people, not thousands, hundreds of people into the low, you know, thousand, fifteen hundred, um, working on a game like a 60-dollar uh, game. What,
1: justif- what justifies it is a marketing budget, yeah. Like, I mean, and, and games just costing more, um, you know, like a game that costs a hundred million dollars to make. Is probably gonna be $60 yeah. because they have to recoup that loss.
0: I actually think that one of the strangest things we've seen happen in almost specifically this generation is the rise of games that don't cost $60. Mm-hmm. Like it's kinda new that yeah. you oh, yeah. you can get a game for $20. Bucks. Or or more appropriately, I think those games that cost like 40 or 45 mm. or 50. Like those games didn't exist in other generations. It was oh, they shoveled they with
1: $60. Yeah, and and they kind of did in that in the 360 is when you got uh the Xbox Arcade yeah. and that's when you kind of started seeing those, but those weren't AAA games. Yeah, they're indie games. Or even that kind of thing. Yeah, it was, you know, like indie games. Whereas now you're seeing not quite AAA, but I mean I don't know. Double A games. Defining a triple A
0: and a double A and all that is,
1: uh, it's like, you know, I don't think those
0: work anymore. It only matters to the people that work at those studios that want to call themselves a triple A game studio. Because, I mean, the thing is, is, like, they're also, like, you're starting to see a little bit of slip into, like, oh, quadruple A games. You know, that's that's what Red Dead Redemption is, a quadruple A game or, you know. And it's like, come on. No, I mean, I agree with them on that. I mean, I don't disagree, but, like, at at some point in time. (laughs) Yeah, it's... It's dumb, and I think it's hard to quantify. They should too. just go
1: with the Japanese like S plus. <laughs> and...
0: But I don't understand that even in video games. No, so I don't. I think that the problem is is like how do you measure entertainment value? Um, oh, yeah. It's it, it's because it's not length. Like, would you pay more to see a longer movie? Like, no. Would you? Oh, I do. Do you? You're like man. Pulp Fiction, that's worth at least $30. Pulp
1: Fiction's only like two hours and 30 minutes.
0: It's, it's pretty long movie. Once,
1: once Upon a Time in America, the like almost four hour cut, that, that cost me. Those like
0: super long Lord of the Rings cuts, like you pay a little extra mm-hmm. for those. So like, I don't know no. what, like I don't know how you measure entertainment value. It's not length, like the enjoyment you get out of a game is subjective. subjective. So I, I think that like it's literally, indie games generally cost less And, you know, price point is pretty much determined to some degree by a bunch of people going like, okay, we've projected that if we price this game at $40, it'll sell 100,000 copies. But if we price it at $35, it'll sell 150,000 copies, and that means more money. (laughs) So, like, it's someone running formulas, and they just decide... How many copies they need to sell to break even, and what that point is? like it's it's pretty standard like economics, really. So there's not a good answer. There's just a lot of supposition really. Uh, well, and
1: and I mean, like it's I always point this out. It is weird that games still only cost sixty dollars. Yeah. Like Super Nintendo games cost $60. Nintendo
0: 64 games cost actually $80. cost more yeah.
1: because uh, they had to put different chips and stuff in some of them. Well, to be frank, um, the only
0: reason they still cost $60 is because of microtransactions and DLC. Mm-hmm. So
1: Yeah, it, it's, you know, that if you wanted, I think, Chrono Trigger when it originally yeah, came like out, it was a $90 bucks. game. Yeah. And that
0: was in 94? Yeah, so that's like probably $110, $120 now.
1: Oh, it's more than that. Ninety and ninety-four. That was probably. I mean, it's probably a hundred and fifty-dollar game. It's it's weird.
0: The fact that it stayed at sixty, I'm. I will not be shocked if when games start getting announced for, uh, PS Five and Xbox Series X that they start announcing them at sixty-five or seventy. I
1: don't think they can. It's just you. Just it's it's. I'm just. I think it's expected. I guess. And I think that I think people bitch and complain about things like. Um, tra- microtransactions and stuff, but, but I think pay that that yeah. they still pay it, and I think that is one of the ways they keep those costs down. I don't think people would pay seventy dollars for a game. It's just so crazy. I to think me. that that it's so. They're so used to it that been 60, there would be an outcry. They've
0: been $60 since I worked retail. It's mm-hmm. insane. Oh, I guess yeah. maybe the way you do it is, like, you have a $60 base game now, and you have a $70 deluxe edition, mm-hmm. an $80 super deluxe edition, and a $150 edition that comes with a statue, and a lot of people And then buy microtransactions, and microtransactions, and yeah. yep. It's weird. All right, Mr. Polite wants to know, what's the dumbest thing you did on a dare, and what is the dumbest thing you did on your own free will? I've never been like a do things on a dare kind of person. Yeah, maybe. Not um, right. I like literally the only thing I can ever remember doing is um, my neighbor growing up, Mike and Colby's neighbor, uh, his name was Justin, um, dared me to drink like a tablespoon of vanilla one time. Like, and if you've ever had vanilla extract, like, it's, it's it smells it good, it smells fantastic. It tastes like garbage. Um, And I did that, like, not even on a dare, but on, like, a, like, oh, come on, come on, do it. It was, like, more peer pressure than it was anything. But I've never been, like, super, like, I never had friends that were, like, getting me to do stupid crap. And I've never, like, I'm never going to be the guy who's, like, yeah, I think I can probably jump off this balcony into a pool. Like, I'm just not. That no. guy. So I haven't really done a lot of stupid things. On the flip side, I've also never broken a bone. So like, I think there's probably some sort of uh... broken two. I thought you'd broken three.
1: Well, I mean, technically, one time I broke two different bones at one point in
0: time. <laughs> Good job. So, so have you ever done anything stupid on a dare? Like, I don't, I don't really think I have. Not really. Yeah. Um, stupidest thing I did on my own free will. Like, that's a different story. I've done some. Do
1: you remember that time that uh, I drank all of that
0: uh, um, (laughs) Uh, moonshine? Moonshine, I do, I do. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. We we went sledding with some friends, like in a park, and Colby... Oh no, we didn't go sledding. Uh, Yeah, that's true. We went kayaking in the snow. (laughs) Colby was maybe the drunkest I've ever seen a person before. (laughs) I drank, so... We haven't decided was it 24 or 32 ounces? Probably 24. Of and and like I think it's 24 plus a little it, bit
1: more, but No, I did. Well, no, cuz like I had some of that. And yeah, that was Marty's that you had. Oh. You might have had a sip of mine. I didn't realize you had your I'd, own. I had my own. Cool.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that was a poor idea, but um it was fun. I have a video of it. There's video. Yeah, the video is very good. Um <sighs> dumbest thing I've ever done on my own. I, Colby and I, uh, one time I knocked myself unconscious trying to fly a kite. Uh, that was pretty funny. Ran full speed into a tetherball pole backwards, knocked myself out. So I did that. Um, you know, stuff like in the past that like I did that nothing bad happened, um, I used to like on my bike. We, Colby and I, in the neighborhood we grew up in, had a lot of hills, like big, steep hills. Um, We lived on one of them. And like I'd do a lot of dumb things like go down the hill on my bike without like no hands. Like going, which didn't end up going on
1: those hills now. They're not all that big.
0: Yeah. But when you're 12, they seem pretty big. And like I've seen the carnage at the bottom of those when people Mm -hmm. wiped out on their bikes. And and the fact that I didn't was was good. Um, I've also like driven cars really fast for no like good reason, reason. except that, on
1: on tires that are not rated to go. That yeah. Fast. Like and
0: it, I've done it. I did it twice in my parents' Corolla when I was like 17. I got the Corolla up to like 115 miles an hour, which is not smart. And then I did it one time and I had a Dodge Neon, which also was <laughs> not smart. I've got them up to like 115.
1: It's like, mm-hmm. got that one up to 85. Yeah, huh? Right.
0: It's one of those things that you like, like why would you do that and it was like i don't know cuz i was young and stupid both times and like nothing happened but man like mm. you jig a little bit doing 115 in a yeah. you know sedan <laughs> like you just die like car goes yeah, airborne I, flips 8 times and you die i got the corolla up to 111 on the salt flats uh-huh. so The first time I did it was, like, on a really bumpy road. Like, I'm like, you just hit a bump, you die. In the dark. Both times were in the dark. One time, like, one time was probably 11 o'clock at night. The other was probably 2.30 in the morning with a car full of my friends. Like, so that was dumb, but whatever. Uh, Colby has a question. Uh, He wants to know, what is the weirdest genre of game that you don't normally play that you really enjoy? Mostly I was thinking,
1: like, I've played Mud Runners and enjoyed the hell out of it. And that is totally not a game that I'm like, yeah, like, on the, you know, if you said, like, okay, elevator pitch, it's a game where you drive in the mud. I'd be like, okay, pass. They're like, wait, wait, wait. You also have to take logs back and forth. I'm like, pass. (laughs) And then I put, like, I don't know, 18 hours into it and enjoyed every minute. I
0: would say, uh, for me, is um, probably one of two things. Like, Forza is one of them. Because Mm -hmm. I don't... Like, I don't care about racing. I don't care about cars. I That's, you know, it's... And I put... That's
1: how I felt about Forza 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that I got it for 360, and it was a double pack. It came with that, and I bought it for Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And then one day I'm like, eh, I guess I'll play Forza, see what it's like. And then, I don't know, 18 hours later, I'm like, okay, if I go into this turn at the very right second. I can finally beat that guy and put like 45 uh-huh. hours into it.
0: And it's, it's just like, it's way outside anything I even enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. But I spent, I probably put 40 or 50 hours into fours of four. So whatever. Yeah. Um, and the other one, like when you really think about it is rocket league. Um, I don't like sports games. I don't like cars. Um, I'm not, really the kind of person who's gonna just be like super competitive like I don't play online games because I hate playing with people and so I chose mm-hmm. a sports game uh, but with cars that you play online with other people and put like I don't know 500 hours into it yep. so I, I don't know where those things came from but um I, Final Fantasy 15 like, it's not a good game. It's a bad game, objectively. But when I finish that game, I'm like, man, I really wish there was more of this game. Maybe I should <laughs> finish off some death. But I'm like, no, <laughs> this game's garbage, Cliff. You've been complaining about it for 40 hours, but uh, maybe I could get those Monster Tuck tires for the Regalia. <laughs> anyway, uh, Megan has a question. Casting an occult right using Yui Bull's Heartblood, which is a... That's beautiful, Megan. <laughs> like, I love that a lot. I also like that it's his heart's blood, not just like his blood. Like, it actually just belongs specifically to his heart. You can enchant any one game-to-film adaptation and make it resounding, a resounding critical and commercial success. Which game deserves it? So a game-to-film adaptation that you want to bless with Yui Bowl's blood. It, it, do you think this is an existing game to film that we're, we're blessing in retrospect or a new one I'd like to make? See, I think a new one you'd like to make... I mean, maybe we could do both.
1: Like, I, I mean, I could say that I wish both the Hitman movies were better. Yeah, right. Um, Max Payne, like Max Payne, could have been a really good movie, and then it wasn't.
0: How are the How are um, the Tomb Raider games? Tomb movies. Raider
1: games or movies? Um, I haven't seen the reboot version. The original ones with Angelina Jolie are, for what they are, they're at least the first one. I don't remember the second one very well. Are really decent, Service and work. plus they have Rimmer right. as the butler, Absolutely. which was great. Right.
0: Um, I would, I would like a really good, like I know they've been trying to make it for a while. Um, I would like a really good Halo movie. Um, or any like. Like honestly, any I would like a really good Skyrim movie. I would like a really good Fallout movie. How would you make a Skyrim movie? I don't know. How would you make Game of Thrones? I mean, you know,
1: you have eight seasons. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean though? Like I would like any like a great Mass Effect movie would be great. Mass Effect would be a good movie. Like those games that you look at them and go like, these are great. Why? Why haven't they made a movie out of this?
1: And I kind of wonder that, like, uh, occasionally I'll, uh, yeah, you think about that. Like, uh, Call of Duty, like the modern yeah. warfare games. Why can't you make a decent movie out of that? Maybe it's just that they just don't want to. My assumption like, is, is... Red Dead Redemption. God, I would watch that. Like, imagine a, a mini series yeah. of that. Or like, like a
0: Netflix, like... Yeah ten episode, twelve episodes. That's kind of shot. what I meant. Yeah. 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 I, I think my guess is is the problem with it is is it's it's a way too many cooks situation. Yeah. Where you've got a video game development company that is very, very protective of their IP, so they want to you know, like really have a handle on everything and how you can use our actors or how you know how you can use our characters, what they can do and what they can't do, and the approvals and blah 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 blah. And then you have like the studio who's like, you know, we want to do this and we want to do this. And it has to star this person and blah 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 blah. And then like you always see the scripts go through like 47 people and then they like do one by committee and it's garbage Mm -hmm. Um, i I think there's just too many moving parts to be honest
1: so my real answer to this is i want a kotor trilogy that'd be good that'd be really good i always wondered why they didn't do that like i they never even when at no point in time did they ever lean into the old republic the way i thought that they should have great that would be
0: really great. I and I retroactively want to make Dungeon Siege a a good movie. No, no, Dungeon Siege is perfect. It's if you've not seen the Dungeon uh, Siege Huey bowl movie, Matthew Lillard's in it. He's got an oh. accent that's on and off and on and off. It's great.
1: Matthew Lillard is the only good person in that because he's just like, I don't care. He realizes what this is. Oh. Like Jason Statham does I not realize Jason what that Statham's movie is. In it. <laughs> Um, Burt Reynolds kind of knows what it is, but he's just being Burt Reynolds. Oh. Um, but like Matthew Lillard's like, yeah, no, I went to a Ren Fair. Screw it. I'll do that. We should. And realizes that this is a bad movie and he's just going to go with we it. We should
0: absolutely watch that for our bad movie podcast. Yeah, yeah no, We need to record Samurai Cop. <sighs> Samurai Cop was real good. Like, that was a great movie. It was a great movie. Oh yeah. No, I know. Maybe this weekend. Uh, Final question, Cody Greenwood. uh, Confirmed or not confirmed, even if it is a game that will for sure come out or just a pipe dream that may never come out, what console exclusive are you looking forward to the most on the PS5 or Xbox Series X? Also, what next gen AAA title are you looking for that will probably be on both consoles? His favorite PS1, uh, title is for this is a tie between the next Spider-Man Horizon Zero Dawn sequels and is AAA on both consoles would probably be a new game set in the Mass Effect universe sorry I don't play Xbox and feel free to reword the question totally makes sense um, yeah man I am absolutely excited for a new Mass Effect game and I hear there's one in development so that, that can be very good um, here's a question sure. do you think Bioware should do it
1: Do you think it's time to give Mass Effect to a different, like, you know, studio? Or not studio, because it's all under EA, but, like, let someone else take a shot at it. Or is that Bioware's baby, and maybe EA should just be like, hey, let's just back off a bit and let them... They managed to do it, you know, only one time without us, but two and three were really good, and... (sighs)
0: So, let's assume that it stays within EA, and let's pretend that Jedi Fallen Order never happened. I would like okay. to see Respawn take a shot yeah. at, at at a Star Wars game. Or I'm sorry, at a uh, I'd like to Mass see them Effect. take a shot at a Star Wars game too. <laughs> well
1: where we're assuming that, that never
0: that Jedi, Jedi Fallen, Fallen Order never, never happened. happened. So I would like, like to see I'd like to see them take a shot at Mass Effect. I think that could be very good. Um, they tell mm-hmm. a pretty good story. They've done some really cool action-y things. Um Here's another question.
1: Does Mass Effect need the... um, I, I don't know what that's called. The system where you're like, I'm a good guy or I'm a bad guy.
0: Does it no. need that? Uh, because the thing is, is like... Do games need that? No. Um, I think the problem is, is like... No. And the reason I say no is because I know from what developers have said that only like 5 or 10% of people ever play as anything but the good guy. Paragon. Yeah. Um, and so like why waste a huge amount of developer resources making the bad guy roll when no one's ever going to play out of it? Um, yeah. Or, Or you need a game that is wildly different between if you play it as the good guy and if you play it as the bad guy. Um, And I don't think anyone has the resources. Like, okay, so think about it this way. Well, EA does. Yeah, probably does. (laughs) That's true. Think about it this way. What I would like... So the thing that always turned me off about Andromeda is Andromeda is like a 60 or 70 hour game. Like, I don't want to play anything for 60 or 70 hours. But I was very happy to play... um, oh, the Star Wars games where you could play as a good guy or a bad guy. KOTOR? No, 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 no. Um, the newer ones um, where you were Darth Vader's... Oh, apprentice. Fall, uh, Jedi Fallen... or uh, Force, Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed were like eight hours or six. They we were less than that. <laughs> like, yeah. I literally beat uh, the first Force
1: Unleashed and I'm like, huh, that was fun and then just beat it again in the same day. You can beat those games in like four or five yeah. hours, I think. But
0: like, can you imagine a game where... There was a big difference between playing as a good guy and playing as a bad guy, but the game's only 10 hours long or 15 hours long. So you could do both paths and play for 20 or 30 hours. Like, that interests me. Um, I think if you're making a Mass Effect game, it should be
1: no longer than 30 hours. Absolutely. To do, like, a main thing. Like, here's the thing. The first Mass Effect you can beat in, I think, 20 hours... But I put 75 into it because you can do a ton of side quests, but they don't really necessarily matter. Yeah. The first time I played it, I think I beat it in 30. Yeah, And that for me is, I think, what a Mass Effect should be. I think when you try to do it as big of scale. Yeah, 25 to 30. I think kinda...
0: every game should be 25 to 30 hours or no longer than 25 Prob- to Probably hours. not every game. Every game. <laughs> Literally, I do not want to play this platformer.
1: is really long. <laughs> no
0: maximum length. Minimum length can be yes. thirty minutes. Um, yeah. but yeah, I would I would very much like another Mass Effect game. And like, does Bioware do it? Maybe does someone else give it a try? Maybe I I, I don't know. Bioware has. They I, I don't know if people trust them enough anymore to do it, but they don't trust EA enough to do it either. So like no. unless EA is gonna sell the IP to like, I don't know, maybe sell it to Obsidian, let them take a shot at it. Um But but to answer I your would, question, I like would. I don't think you need Paragon and the and, and Renegade. But also like like Firewatch, like Firewatch had multiple choices throughout the game that that didn't affect anything like there was they had no impact so on one hand i kind of like having the choice just to see how my dialogue changes and how my conversation Mm -hmm. changes but that doesn't necessarily have to impact the game either like it could just be like it could just be your personality like the gameplay is the same and you play it as a nice guy or an asshole like it could go either way so i don't know i'd like to see that i think that that's a really good choice for a triple a game that's coming to both consoles um Hmm.
1: What do you think? F- I haven't. I, I, I. don't even know what a P- or an Xbox.
0: What one of their Crackdown Four. I yeah. I, for a PS5, I think actually I agree with this too. Is like the only game that I am really excited about. Um, the only game that might get me to get a PS5 would be a New Horizon Dawn game. Um, it. It's the only game I really have super super enjoyed on uh, my PS4. So that that would be really cool. I didn't really care for God of War. I didn't really care for Spider Man. So um I didn't really care for I, The Last of Us. Or not The Last of I Us. Don't um pay... the uh, the Nathan Drake games.
1: Yeah, the Uncharted. Uncharted. I don't play that many um like exclusive games. Yeah. Yeah. So and like I don't I don't think I played a single PS4 exclusive yeah. this generation. Yeah.
0: On, on the Xbox I would like I mean again, weird. I would I'm really excited for uh um uh Forza. I don't I assume there will be another one, but they've got to release Forza seven, I think, before they release Forza it's Five. Eight eight. I, I think. don't know. I, I lose track. Um I'm excited for Halo Infinite, I think. Um Like State of Decay I, was really fun. I was I, I like, was literally just going to say I'm like I kind of want to play State of Decay 3. State of Decay was one of those games that I really really liked but it was just like weird and janky enough that it was hard to keep playing it. Mm-hmm. Um and the co-op was super weird and janky. Um if if they could
1: make a State of Decay that was not weird and janky, if they like to me that just felt like it needed more polish. Yeah. If you could give me a State of Decay three with more polish, yeah. I would be. We should hop back into like
0: because they just released a massive update for it like three weeks ago. We should hop back yeah. in and see if that fixed some of the the weirdness of it. Because that game was so fun and like just like the emergent storytelling of that game was so fun. Um, mm-hmm. But man, like. Do you remember like you almost had to play the single player and the multiplayer because you could only heal your characters yeah, was, in your single there was, player yeah, a game lot of and uh, weird things. I don't know. I one of the developers for that game went to his kids went to my kids' school and he gave me a couple t-shirts, so I'm indebted to that game forever now. So they're oh, great. Yeah. All right. Thank you everyone for your questions. Uh, we're gonna go to cheap free games next. We're we're going long here. Uh, let's see. First up the humble indie bundle. This is actually, I think they said, I read it somewhere the other day and I don't think it says here, but I think this is, oh, it's the 10 year anniversary of the humble indie bundle. So the humble indie bundle is one of the very first ones they did. It was probably one of the first things I bought on humble. Um, this is, this is a good one. So it, uh, for a dollar, you can get hotline Miami, you can get beat cop, uh, which are both, very cool games Uh, and Dust Force DX which I don't know about but you also get some wallpaper and a humble coloring page and you know in these unprecedented times have I mentioned how that is my least favorite phrase in the entire world (laughs) we're at home we need to color Uh, for the average price of uh, about seven also there's been other pandemics like unprecedented times Colby do you think that's what they said during the black plague they're like 50% (laughs) of people are dead it's unprecedented (laughs) I mean, then, yeah, like that works. (laughs) Really not a lot of precedence with the, you know, 50 million people dying. Uh, For the average of $7, you can get Moonlighter, which I actually really liked. I didn't play a ton of it, but the the concept was a lot of fun. And You get 25% off its DLC between dimensions um, and got a Roboto, which Colby beat last week. I did. That's good. And then um, there's going to be other games that get announced in like six days. I, I don't know how that works. I need to play Moonlight. Yeah, it's it's fun. Like I enjoyed it. it I think it's really I fantastic. own it. It is. I own yeah. it. It's uh, it's an interesting game. Um, and then in the fifteen dollars tier, you can get Hypnospace Outlaw, which I've heard is very good, and Starbound, which I have played a little bit of and thought was enjoyable. So, which one's Starbound? Uh, it's the kind of Terraria-esque. Kind of, oh yeah, it's the kind of Terraria. game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's and, fun. Um, it's like Terraria don't, with a don't story. look into the makers of it. Okay. Oh. Well, it happens. Anyway, that uh, that is the Humble Indie Bundle 21. Uh, what is up next? So Epic Game Store this week is a big mystery, and it announces in 12 and a half hours. So by the time you're listening to this podcast, it will probably no longer be a big mystery. Rumor is that it is GTA 5 for free, so... I do not know if that is true, but that is the rumor. So I can't tell you what it is, but I can tell you what I've heard. So, Oh, it was Epic Game Store? Epic Game Store. That would be big. Epic. It would be epic. Thank you, Colby. So that, that's pretty cool. But either way, check back in about 12 and a half hours to find out what that is um next up if you so we've talked about this a couple times actually um where because of things like e3 not being available and like i know pax says it's going to be there but i'm not holding my breath because i would die first um there's just a lot of games that are not going to get played um so what Steam's doing is uh steam is putting out a thing called the indie celebration um, it is going to go up, let's see, take a gander at the schedule, uh, Wednesday the 13th, these are all European dates, so they're all backwards, uh, the th- Wednesday the 13th, they're gonna put 25 games up that you can play for free, I'll be honest, I have not heard of any of them, but that doesn't mean they're good, or not good. Who knows? Maybe they're both good. I I don't know. But anyway, there's 25 games that you can demo on Steam. Just uh, search for the Digital Dragons Indie Celebration to check that out. It goes the 13th through the 15th, so you got a couple days. That uh, is actually starting today so hopefully you're hearing this literally first thing tomorrow morning you've got about two and a half days left uh next up the square enix stay home and play bundle includes 54 games for 40 dollars, which is a pretty good deal um you can pick that up over on steam as well and it is literally just like a, a huge bunch of games it's going to include uh bunch of tomb raider games all the just cause games the first three of those um every pc release of the deus ex series there's the thief series there's sleeping dogs it's just like a ton life is strange just a ton of um square enix games so if you don't have those that's a really 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 good way to pick them up on steam if you uh if you're looking for i mean that's like what 85 cents a game it's not bad at all um if you're on pc uh, finally, um did you ever play Thimbleweed Park, Colin? I didn't. I meant to play it when it was on Game Pass and then it went oh, off Game Pass and I never played Thimbleweed Park. That game is great. Um if you like like especially if you're a fan of those like LucasArts point and click adventure games, it's a good time. Um they just released a free standalone chapter of that. So essentially they just kind of made the joke that it's made entirely with assets from the first game. Um and just like rewrote a new story <laughs> around it. So it's free. You can go grab it. It's supposed to be very fun. I have not, uh, I've not tried it yet, but it's, it's free. What do you have to lose? And the first one was hilarious. If you like point and click adventure games. So go give that a take. It is called. I don't know. It's the new free Thibble part Park game. And finally, uh, have you done the Forza Street Xbox reward yet call? No, nah, I need to. So Forza Street is a mobile game. It's out on iOS and Android. It, I believe, I, I think I read this, I'm going to say like a year ago, so take this with a slight grain of salt, is that for the Microsoft essentially bought another video game and just rebranded it as Forza. Um, it's... It's interesting. So you you go in. And it's got that kind of Forza like, hey, like you know you're gonna do a bunch of races. And we'll give you a car, and then there's a reporter interviewing you, and then you're gonna fight some you know racer people, and they're gonna say bad things about you. Whatever. There's a story. Um, but the way you race is you when you start a race, there's like a, a point on the like you you're pressing a gas pedal, and you want to hit a point to get a, a like fast start, and then the computer controls all your driving, like you just hold down the gas pedal um, and the computer controls all of your driving until you get to a turn and then there'll be like a yellow indicator that goes into a red indicator and you have to let go of the gas at the right time entering the turn and then you push the gas again as you come out of the turn at the right place and then based on how good you are at doing that, you'll like start beating the car that you're racing against and then you have like a nitro button too so you can like get on the straightaway and hit the nitro one i played like the first i don't know three or four races it's not very fun to be honest and i like when i lost my job i lost my phone too which is kind of a bummer <laughs> and so i'm like playing out on like my wife's old um iphone 7 and like after about three minutes of running this game it's almost too hot to hold so, oh, your mileage may vary, I guess, depending on your phone. Um, but you can get five five hundred Microsoft Rewards points just for like playing it for it uh, the first day, and then playing it for a second day. <laughs> so, yeah, if if you're doing if you're doing the Microsoft Rewards thing, it's probably worth downloading Forza Street and and playing like four or five races. It's not it's not terrible, but it's not it's also not great. So whatever. All right, Cole, I think we've reached the end. This was Yay! maybe the most unprepared I've ever been for a podcast before, but that's okay. Do uh, you have anything else to throw in before we do the outro?
1: Play mod runners.
0: Play uh, mod... And specifically to you, download the Hunter, because I
1: kind of want to try it. Multiply. All right,
0: we'll shoot some deers this weekend. It's something I would never do in real life, but I guess we can shoot virtual deer, I guess. I guess. Are they cute? Um, I mean, do they make no. sad noises when you shoot them?
1: You're usually so far away that you don't hear them, I don't think. I don't I don't really... I haven't noticed any cute Do noises. Do they look at you
0: with sad, sad eyes as they sit there bleeding out? And Then you dig your knife into their neck and... No. no I think don't. the funny thing is, like, it's really weird, like... I've played a million games where you hunt animal. I mean, like, Red Dead Redemption, I shot so many uh-huh. critters that, like, I don't... And I didn't even think twice about it, but, like, a hunting game, like, gives me pause. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Whatever.
1: You don't have to skin them in this game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is easily the worst part about Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> it's just gross. And then you, like, put the skinned... Bo- oh, yuck. Anyway, <laughs> you can find us at BiteMePodcast.com um, for the... The short term, you actually have to add the www dot to the front of that because we moved to our new host, things got screwed up. But anyway, you can actually just search for Bite Me Podcast, you'll probably end up in the right place. Um, Yes, Colby? Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Uh, You can find us on Facebook, Facebook facebook.com, twitter.com, instagram.com slash bite me podcast. You can join our discord somehow, Um, I guess maybe just search for bite me podcast discord, come into our Facebook and send me a message. I'll get you there. I'm going to get that fixed this week. I've been busy, like applying for jobs and making a resume, updating my LinkedIn, that kind of thing. I know it's an excuse. Um, you can find our Patreon, which now pays for our hosting and the service that I am talking into right now, uh, which is nice. At, uh, at uh, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Colby, Dylan's not here, so it's up to you, man. Bite me. Oh, that was nice. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Dylan's only got, like, a half hour. What are you eating, Dylan? Fajitas. Oh. Is that why they sound, it's why it sounds like, like, you're at Chili. Oh, you've never, have you ever been to Chili's?
2: I've never been to a Chili's.
0: Chili's, (laughs) Chili's used to be way better than it is now, I think, or maybe I had less discerning tastes, I don't know, but they're, they're, like, their thing is they have Chili's, like, they have fajitas that they bring out on like a sizzling platter, but they also wear like microphones that pick up the sound of the sizzle and like Uh, spread it out into the restaurant.
2: That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Back when I ate meat, they have a like a fish fried chicken. I don't know. Do you know, do you remember what it's called? Call
1: like chicken bites
0: or something. I don't don't know. know. It's, it's like got the same kind of beer battered chicken. Yeah. Like beer battered chicken. Oh, it's good. Mm. So good. All right. We'll get this party started, so Dylan can eat his fajitas.
2: I love fajitas.
0: Yep, nothing wrong with that. <sighs> Episode one eighty two. One eighty two. Hey, God damn it! <laughs> one eighty two. My like microphone wasn't even set up. I like podcasted with Heather this weekend. We recorded like five podcasts in my kitchen, so like I had to like rewire everything. It was bad. Anyway.